The Joy of Booking proudly presents. There've been lots of wrestlers over the years, and many are smaller than their hossier peers. Some will take to the air, some will stretch and will tear. It's a smallish world after all. This is the cruiserweight-ish classic, and now your host for this small world, DC Matthews. I forgot about the woodchuck, and I gotta say, Brandon Banks, that sort of turned my mood around. Uh, Welcome back to the Cruiserweight-ish Classic. This is uh, week 11, right? Episode 11. I'm checking my index card here. Uh, I am, of course, DC Matthews. I hope you are well. Hope those you love are doing well, of course. We've got a lot of work to do, and, you know, the thing... Let me take these headphones off. They are not necessary anymore. The thing with these shows, the good thing about these shows is that I get an idea, I start, and you... Stop turning the page, fan. And you get to join me on the journey of seeing this project through uh, to the end. One of the hallmarks, I think, of a DC and Doc production, no matter which one we've done, has been transparency. We invite you in to sit down and sort of um, partake in the madness with us. But that is a double-edged sword, of course, because um, it can be rife with problems. And a more professional show would hide the struggles, or at least more hide the struggles, um, and just give you the, the finished product. Um, So this episode is going to be coming out on September 26th. I hope your September has gone well. I hope you are enjoying yourselves. I hope it's turning to autumn where you are. Um, There's been some frustrations today. Uh, I sat down earlier to record the episode of Battle of the Brandon that you will hear later this week. I'm not proud of that episode. Let me come right out and say it. uh, The description, which I literally typed 10 minutes ago, will tell you. Frustrations boiled over, and um, I shared a part of me that I don't often share because I don't enjoy the part of me. The the only child, uh, you know, sort of complainer, almost whiny, in fact, there were moments where I would definitely call myself whiny, uh, came out. Frustrations with the game. Um, Frustrations with myself. And again, part of that is the lack of planning. Brandon Banks and I have this wonderful idea to do this, you know, we're booking, we're playing what is essentially a two-player game from two different states with one person uh, manning the controller. It's, there are problems inherent to that. This is not, as Brandon mentioned today in a DM, this is not how the game is meant to be played. So 
you know, we're going to do the best we can. We wound up with a great episode, and Brandon has been incredibly patient and kind and understanding. Um, but, you know, I, I was in a bad headspace, and I can feel it. And maybe you can hear it. I can feel the sort of edginess. And it has nothing to do with anything else. I just had a delightful dinner um, that I made and, you know, some, some cooked bison <clears throat> burgers, you know, broken up over a lovely big salad with some homemade french fries in the air fryer. Delicious. That, you know, but coming in here and sitting down in my, you know, sort of office man cave podcast studio, I could have sat down and put some wrestling on. But, you know, full disclosure, I'm in the end of 2022. It's probably actually December of 2022. I'm in the last, not 2022. That's in the future, 2002. I'm in December of 2002, and I should push through and get to 2003, which I do want to do before I go back to work. It's mid-August here, as I sit here and record. Um, And, you know... I'm bored of the talents. And when you're bored of seeing Engel, the Guerreros, um, you know, RVD, Jeff Hardy, Lance Storm and William Regal, who I can't say bore me, but when you watch a lot of it like this, eventually you're like, I get it. I can see now why some people just watch the pay-per-views. I don't want to do that, but I am. I was listening to a podcast today. Um, I recommend... Uh, Andy Richter, former sidekick of The Conan Show, and he did many things on his own, um, has a podcast called The Three Questions. And it's one of those podcasts that I do not subscribe to because most of the time the people on that show are people um, whom I either don't know or don't feel like hearing from. And a lot of interview shows are that way. But he had Patton Oswalt on, and I love Patton Oswalt. Um, I don't much care for his podcast, which is sad. I don't even know if it's still going with his wife, Meredith. Um, but I listened to that episode, and at one point he was talking about his fandom and how he realized that completionism is not the same thing as enthusiasm. And I am, of course, butchering that quote. You'll have to listen to the episode to get what he actually said. But it's, it's very true. And I, I skim lots of these episodes. Uh, but at the same time, I can be even more selective because, you know, I'm not... If I don't want to watch an entire episode, I look ahead. I have on Cage Match, I can see the card. Not the results, but the card. And I have a spreadsheet where I link to those uh, web pages. And if, and if I see a card that I don't quite care about, I may just skip it. Because I want to be enthusiastic about this. I want to enjoy it. Huh. So maybe. Maybe what I'm telling myself. And I will get to the Cruiserweightish Classic. But obviously I had some things on my mind. Um, Maybe what I'm telling myself is for this moment. uh, I may look at the cards. And if there's a match that's interesting. I'll do it. Let's be transparent. Let's do it on the air. Uh, December 2nd, 2002, Raw episode 497, coming up on 500. Uh, Dudley Boys versus Three Minute Warning. Mild interest. 
Ivory versus Trish Stratus. No thank you. Lance Storm and William Regal versus Jeff Hardy and Tommy Dreamer. No thank you. Because Jeff Hardy is clearly not at his full capacity. And it's not fun to watch him wrestle. Uh, the Hurricane versus Batista. I might check out that squash match. Chris Jericho. No. Chris Jericho. No. Uh, he's fighting Booker T. Then it's a tag title match. Chris Jericho and Christian against Booker T and Goldust. No. Jacqueline versus Victoria. Yes. Triple H versus Rob Van Dam. No. Because I know who's going to win. I know Armageddon is three stages of hell, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. So, of these, the only match I definitely want to see is Jacqueline versus Victoria, interestingly enough. Uh, SmackDown, 173, a few days later. Albert versus Rey Mysterio. You know, Albert's been Velocity. He's been on Velocity all the time. Uh I mentioned this in the upcoming Battle of the Brands. WWE 2K22 has a, a flaw in the game where you're supposed to try to match up certain wrestler types against other wrestler types, and they seem to think that a Giant versus a Cruiserweight is a great match. I disagree. I would rather watch a Hoss fight and then a Cruiserweight-ish classic than watch a Giant wrestle a Cruiserweight. So I don't know that I want to watch that. Crash versus Jamie Noble. I may watch that just because I've been told Nunzio is coming. Jamie Noble has said he needs to call his cousin Nunzio. I may watch just for a little Guido sighting. Bill DeMott, no. Kidman versus Chavo, maybe. Oh, okay. I've been kind of tired of the tag team action, but Eddie versus Angle versus Benoit versus Edge in an elimination fatal four-way. Winner gets to take on the big show. Yeah, okay, I'll watch that. So obviously I just need to be selective about what I watch. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. This has nothing to do with what we're here for. Um, and this all started because I'm realizing this idea of doing um, a round robin, four-team round robin sort of, four-man round robin sort of tournament. I like the idea in principle but I should have probably just done all of it at once because we're going back and now, again, you'll have forgotten some of these matchups here, but I'm going to allow myself the freedom to just look and go, okay, you know, this opening foursome, CM Punk, Sam Gradwell, Bushi from New Japan and ACH. I know that CM Punk is going to win this bracket. I don't love CM Punk, but... Of those four, he is clearly, he should be a number one. Um, I know ACH is going to come in fourth because I don't care for ACH. I didn't care for him even before uh, he was stupid. Um, so the matchups are gra Punk versus Bushi. No, that already happened. Punk versus ACH. So Punk wins. So the next matchup is Bushi versus Gradwell. And I think of these, Bushi should win. So rather than actually even writing down the matchups, I'm just going to kind of rank them. Now that we've gotten this far, I'll use where we've gotten to um, and rank them. CM Punk is three, Bushi two, Gradwell one, ACH zero. And I am remembering what we said in the last episode in which I want our number ones to actually be cruiserweight wrestlers. Now, when we get to the reclamation episode, which hopefully, because I 
we're 12 minutes in, but I do hope to finish all of this today. Um, we can discuss, or I'll discuss out loud, unless you want to chime in and be a part of the show. Uh, although, again, the problem with that, I should mention this now, because some, <laughs> the problem with that is that the reclamation episode is most likely going to happen well before, well before, um, you actually hear any of this. So I suppose you writing in isn't going to do a whole lot of good. So my apologies. I said that in the last episode. Feel free to write in and let me know your thoughts. Now I'm telling you in this episode, if you did write in, unless I go back and change things in post, the other option is, and there's something to be said for this, is that I get to the end of this episode and hopefully finish ranking all of these. And then I stop. I'm, this episode, like I said, is coming out on the 26th of September. It's Hulk Hogan's birthday right now. I'll let you Google that to look up when that is if you don't know already off the top of your head. Um, so I'm six or seven weeks early. I could stop, pick a different project, do something else, and actually give you a chance to weigh in. The problem with that is that I've done things like that before, and the problem is I rarely, if ever, actually come back to it. In seven weeks, I'll either be interested in a different project. We did this with, was it Hoss Fight? There was a season that, yeah, I think it was Hoss Fight. I recorded a bunch of episodes in the summer of 2021 and then wound up re-recording a bunch um, based on new information and after taking a very long break. And it was tricky. So I think what I'm actually telling myself is I got to do this myself. I love feedback and you're welcome to criticize. And maybe I'll do, at the end of all of it, I'll do some sort of reclamation. Brandon Banks hates that I'm giving Brian Pillman Jr. the win over one of the uh, Young Bucks. All right. I was going to start this episode. I had every intention of starting this episode saying, let's just get into it. Let's get it done. And we're now almost 15 minutes in, and I've done uh, one bracket. So from now on, I mean it this time, uh, let's buckle down and get to work. Uh, we have in this next bracket uh, two wrestlers with two wins apiece, two wrestlers with zero wins, and so we clearly need to figure that out. Uh, in our winner's bracket, Saban versus TJP. I don't care for TJP, so clearly he's going to lose to Chris Saban. Chris Saban will win that bracket. And then I am giving Victor of the Ascension a win over Matt Bentley. That's probably recency bias. And the fact that Victor looks like Christopher Daniels, but I stand by it. Is Victor a cruiserweight? Not really, but I'll go with it. All right. In this next one, we have an interesting turn of events in that we have Kalisto, Stu Grayson of the Dark Order, Ray Phoenix, and Gerald Briscoe. Gerald Briscoe threw a monkey wrench into things because we rolled for Briscoe versus Ray Phoenix, and Briscoe won. Now, the problem with that is, 
The problem with that is uh, Briscoe's not a cruiserweight. Size-wise, sure. But cruiserweight wrestling was not really a thing at all in Gerald Briscoe's era. However, I think we have a way out of it. Because the matchup that hasn't happened yet is Phoenix versus Kalisto. Which would be an amazing matchup, don't get me wrong. Um, Phoenix is going to win that. So Phoenix will wind up with two points... But because he holds a tiebreaker over Kalisto, Phoenix will get the number one seed. Kalisto will not. And then Briscoe is going to... Uh, yeah, he's going to beat Stu Grayson. So interestingly enough, Briscoe is also with two wins. Um, we'll have to figure that out. Grayson, Ofer. I could come up with some idea where the Dark Order gets involved and helps Stu Grayson get a win over Gerald Briscoe, but I think we'll just have... We have a weird situation here in this bracket where at the end, three wrestlers each won two matches. Kalisto beat Grayson and Briscoe. Briscoe beat Phoenix and Grayson. Kalisto beat... Or Phoenix beat Kalisto and Grayson. So 2-2-2-0, but Phoenix will be a number one seed. Uh, Pac, Marty the Moth, Son of Havoc, and Colin Delaney. I rolled for Son of Havoc versus Marty the Moth. If I could go back in time, I would actually remove all of the rolling. It would only be when I really didn't know. Because Son of Havoc should beat Marty the Moth in a cruiserweight-style tournament. But regardless, Pac gets the win. Marty is at two. Havoc will beat Delaney. So, is Marty the Moth better than Son of Havoc? I don't know. If, it's in, if we're talking in terms of pure cruiserweight, obviously not. But either way, Pac's going to win. He belongs in that upper tier. Uh, Cedric, Ricochet, Ho-Ho, and Wild. You can make the case, Joaquin Wild. You can make the case that Cedric and Ricochet both deserve to be number one seeds. Uh, that's not quite how it worked for this. Cedric hasn't wrestled Wild yet, so he will win. Cedric will have three wins. Wild will have one. Ricochet will beat Ho-Ho, who is a no-no. Ricochet has two. Ho-Ho with zero. Inevitably, I think what will wind up happening is Ricochet will get swapped with a winner who is uh, not a cruiserweight who is here just because of the Buddy Matthews no relation corollary, uh, and we'll put Ricochet in that top bracket. Alex Shelley winning his bracket by defeating Funaki. Funaki, unfortunately, going winless. I'm giving Wes Lee the win over Kanemaru of New Japan, purely based on lack of knowledge of Kanemaru. All I know about him is he has a whiskey bottle. Uh... So, Shelley in first, Wesley in second, Kanemaru, then Funaki. Arya Divari, who I just found out after watching part of Dynamite last night, is Ari Divari, which is a better name. Um, teaming with Parker Boudreaux, who just looks like if you took Brock Lesnar and inflated him like a Macy's balloon. That's harsh. But it's true. Harland looks like Brock Lesnar if Brock Lesnar had never cared. Um, Davari, Matt Stryker, the teacher, 
not the guy who appeared in so many ECWA Super 8s, S.A. Rios and Ari Davari. Tyson Kidd is the leader with two wins. He's taking on Matt Stryker and winning. Tyson Kidd with three. Stryker going over. And then S.A. Rios versus Davari. You know what? S.A. Rios a whole lot better than I think I give him credit for. That moonsault is great. He will come in second, Davari third, Stryker fourth. Our next bracket has, again, a pair of wrestlers, each with two wins. Grandmaster Sexay, Brian Christopher, and Seth Rollins. Rollins, you know, technically never wrestled for a cruiserweight title that I've seen, but may wind up sticking in that top bracket just because he is sized to be a cruiserweight. So he may fall in there just because I think it would be fun to have him with some of those guys. Uh, For third place, Aiden English beats Sean Maluda, the Lost Uso brother, uh, for third place. Now we're cruising, friends. Now we're cruising. Uh, Christian, Xavier, Isaiah Swerve, Scott, and Jimmy Havoc. Christian and Swerve, each with two wins. I, I don't like it, but it's got to happen. Christian's got to take this long career, actual cruiserweight champion. Um, I don't think Swerve ever held that, but I love me some Swerve. And then Xavier will beat Jimmy Havoc to come in third. MJF and Jack Evans, each with two wins. MJF will win the bracket, even though... You know, I don't know what it'll look like when you listen to this, but right now he's gone and nobody talks about him. And as I think they mentioned on the New Age Insiders podcast recently, that's not a storyline. It's not a storyline if you never talk about him. Austin left the WWE and after, you know, making fun of him for a few weeks for taking his ball and going home, he is never brought up. That's not a storyline. That's just you're done. Uh, But MJF will win. Evans is in second. And then we have Ace Austin and Lee Moriarty. I will give Austin the win because I think he is a bigger deal than Lee Moriarty. Ooh, a matchup I'd love to watch. And you could see it in AEW maybe someday. Andrade versus Buddy Matthews, each with two wins. Well... Let's turn to the old Google for the first time this episode. Ignore the fact that my voice just cracked. You didn't hear anything. El Andre, El Andre Dil Idolo. How many junior heavyweight titles have you held, El Andre de Idolo? Which is your new name. Uh, let's see. In CMLL, lots of titles. I guess he was a middleweight and welterweight champion. So that's something. And he also won the CMLL bodybuilding contest, which is stupid that they would have that. Uh, U.S. champion. Oh, Andrade. For a second, I thought we were talking about Santos Escobar, and I was like, no, he's not. NXT champion, U.S. champion, intercontinental champion in IWGP, but not a cruiserweight champion. I'm going with what I like here. I'm calling in a favor. He isn't related to me, but Buddy Matthews was the closest we got to getting that cruiserweight title in the WWE to actually mean something. Uh, Tony Mama Luke will defeat John Silver, again of the Dark Order, I think. 
for third place. Adam Cole, David Flair, Dax Harwood of The Revival, and Carmelo Hayes. Adam Cole will defeat Carmelo Hayes to win the bracket. Hayes will settle with one win. Dax will beat David Flair. So technically, uh, Dax Harwood comes in second. Carmelo Hayes in third. If we're talking about pure cruiserweights, is that the right answer? No. But for our purposes, I'm okay with it. And Adam Cole will probably also, again, he's so small that I think he will qualify to be in that top. I I don't think I'll move him down to the number twos because he's technically not a wrestler who competed for Cruiserweight Gold. I think I'll slide him in. Great matchup here. Petey Williams and Matt Seidel, both with two wins. Uh, Of the two, give me Petey Williams all day. He will win over Evan Bourne. Grand Metallic will defeat Prince Iakea, or the artist formerly known as, for third place. Uh, another great matchup here, Billy Kidman versus Adam Page. Love to see it. But Kidman, actually a cruiserweight and, I believe, a better wrestler. Brandon, please keep doing intros for me. Yeah, cute little woodchuck, but yeah. Kidman's first, Page is second. Hector Guerrero or Wheeler Yuta will give it to Wheeler. Even though Hector was Lasertron, we will give it to Wheeler Yuta. Uh, when it comes between third and fourth place, I am willing to grade on potential. Uh, Matt Taven, Tyler Bate, Flash Morgan Webster, and The Hurricane. Well, let's see here. The Hurricane currently in the lead with two wins. He hasn't wrestled Matt Taven. He is going to beat Matt Taven and win the bracket with three wins. Taven at zero. Flash Morgan Webster and Tyler Bate. I love you, Glenn. I know he's your son, but I got to give this to the big, strong boy, Tyler Bate. Uh, Flash will have to settle for third. But, you know, if I can figure out a way to get him into that number two group, I don't know that I will. I honestly don't know if Tyler Bate will make it into that group. He may wind up in the group of threes just because there's a lot of talent. A lot of talent in this uh, group here. Ricky Starks, Jeff Hardy, Al Dandy, and Joey Mercury. Uh, Hardy and Starks each with two wins. You got to give it to Jeff Hardy. I've posed this question. I think I posed it on Twitter. I may have even mentioned it on a podcast. I can't recall. What would Jeff Hardy's career have been like if substance abuse wasn't a problem? You know, he begins 2000. It's early 2002. He has the epic ladder match with The Undertaker. He makes himself famous. Now it's late 2002. He is clearly not performing at a top level and he's about to get fired what could have happened had he not you know had this disease i will call it a disease what would have happened uh he'll win our bracket starks comes in second joey mercury beats el dandy for third place kofi leon ruff marcel bartel Corey graves kofi's got to win this for sure bartel who was his opponent, will have to deal with second, and will give Corey Graves a win over Leon Ruff. Kaz, Pete Dunn, Kaz Hayashi, not Kazarian, Kaz Hayashi, Pete Dunn, Epico, and Homicide. Uh, Epico, let's, let's go from bottom up rather than top down. Epico has not wrestled Pete Dunn. 
So Epico is going to go Ofer. Pete's going to win the bracket. Homicide and Kaz Hayashi. Kaz is more of the uh, actual cruiserweight. Homicide will settle for third. Stevie Richards, Angel Garza, Shingo, and Ikemen Hero. Currently, because I rolled for Stevie Richards and Angel Garza, which was dumb of me, uh, Stevie and Shingo have two wins. Shingo's going to win this over Stevie Richards. Angel Garza will get a win. Ikemen Hero should team with Ho-Ho Loon in a tag team I care absolutely zero about. Zack Ryder, Kid Cash, Mustafa Ali, and Caprice Coleman. Caprice is winless. He has not yet faced Kid Cash. Caprice, unfortunately for you, is going to stay winless. I like me some Kid Cash. Uh, Ali versus Zack Ryder. I, I don't get Zack Ryder. I like Mustafa Ali. Ali wins. Kid Cash comes in second. I haven't said it yet this episode. Is Kid Cash one of the 64 best cruiserweights? He's darn close. He's darn close. Grayson Waller is winless. He's wrestled Sanjay Dutt and lost. He's wrestled Dalton Castle and lost. Now he's wrestling Kevin Von Erich. So unfortunately, Mr. Waller, not quite your time. Kevin Von Erich will win the bracket. And I'm going to give Sanjay Dutt the win over Dalton Castle solely because Sanjay is more of a cruiserweight than uh, Dalton Castle. Bobby Fish, and no, let's do the other ones. Crowbar versus Lince Dorado. I'm sorry, Lince. I am sorry. You're the mascot of DDT Wrestling. You know how I feel about you, but you can't beat Crowbar. I like Crowbar a lot. Crowbar is going to come in third. Bobby Fish versus Johnny Gargano. Love that matchup. Gotta give it to Johnny Gargano. Maybe he's in WWE right now. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's in AEW. Maybe he's still a free agent. I don't know what the world will look like when you listen. As of this moment, hasn't signed anywhere. Uh, Nick Jackson and Mansoor. We will give Mansoor the loss to Nick Jackson, who will come in third. Uh, Takahashi versus Brian Pillman. Takahashi, I believe, competing in the G1 as a heavyweight right now, but great cruiserweight, or junior heavyweight wrestler, he'll win the bracket. Shark Boy and Blitzkrieg. Heartbreak. Heartbreak in my soul that I have to choose between them. Uh, the only difference is Shark Boy had a much longer career than poor Blitzkrieg, but I love them both dearly. Shark Boy coming in third place, and then we have Brian Danielson versus Cash Wheeler of FTR. Another fantastic match I would love to watch. Obviously, Brian Danielson needs to win. We're doing well. We're cruising now. I think I said that already, but I mean it. Tony Nice, a cruiserweight in name only, a, a Sino, Kino, depending on how you pronounce that C, a soft C or a hard C. Uh, he has wrestled Jonathan Gresham. I should give him the win in hindsight. He's wrestled Nathan Frazier, and now he's wrestling Cody. So sorry, Tony. Uh, you deserved better. Cody, with three, is going to win the bracket. 
He's someone where I'm probably going to bump him down because I don't see him as a cruiserweight and never have. Uh, Nathan Frazier will defeat Jonathan Gresham. And because I'm allowed to do this, I am tweaking things. Gresham is going to wind up with zero wins. Tony Nese with one because Gresham took his ball and went home and cussed out Tony Khan. And I, trust me, understand the temptation to cuss out Tony Khan. He's a dingbat. But poor, poor form on your part. I think you're in fourth place. Uh, Teoman, winless, taking on Kushida. Just a bad bracket for you there, Teoman. Uh, Kushida wins, going 3-0. and Carl uh, Anderson versus Jado. Anderson will come in second. Jado will come in third. Johnny Swinger, our winless one, taking on Mark Andrews. Swinger stays winless. I admire your career, but nope. Uh, and then Kyle O'Reilly defeating Elias Ezekiel Gesundheit. Uh Kyle O'Reilly winning the bracket. Andrews in second. Elias in third. Swinger in fourth. It shows you uh, just how much the brackets matter, how the randomness sort of works, because I like Flash Morgan Webster more then I like Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews came in second. Flash, I think, came in third or fourth. It's just the way the brackets crumble. Fuego del Sol and Charlie Dempsey. Uh, I should start looking up the NXT UK cards and just watching the Charlie Dempsey matches. Charlie Dempsey will come in third. Finn Balor defeating Eddie Edwards to place in that bracket. So just on this page alone, our winners, Cody, Kushida, Kyle O'Reilly, Finn Balor. That, those last episodes of this season, when we get to the real, real good cruiser, oh, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be so, so good. How many more pages do we have? Not many. Three. All right. I'm feeling good. Swoggle. Yeah, yeah we bastard Swoggle. Uh, Swoggle is taking on Trey Miguel. <laughs> you know what? I said I didn't like it and I'd get rid of it, and I mean it, but just for funsies. Let's pull the dice out for the first time. Uh, let's roll for Swoggle. I don't think I'm giving Swoggle enough credit versus Ricochet Light. Horn Swoggle with an 18. Trey Miguel with a 22. So that's how it works. And then Primo versus Ellsworth. Primo wins. So Trey Miguel going undefeated and winning his bracket. Is he one of the 64 best cruiserweights? I don't think so. But that's me. Uh, he'll be bumped down, at least. So we'll figure that out. Lash, LaRue, and Enzo Amore. Lash wins. Don't care for Enzo. Never have. Jay White versus Trent Seven. <laughs> Is Trent Seven a cruiserweight? No. No. Do I like Jay White? Ah, the answer is no, but I honestly don't know enough about him. So I'll give him the win. I'll give him the win. He'll win the bracket. He's in first. Trent Seven's in second. A.R. Fox versus Flip Gordon. We'll give it to Fox because I think Flip Gordon, or I think Gordon has flipped. <laughs> and then X-Pac defeating Sammy Guevara. Uh, I've kind of turned around on X-Pac. 
I think I have. I've kind of turned around. I liked him as a kid. Then I didn't like him for a very long time. I think I like him again. Am I going to watch any of his matches? I don't know. But I respect him more now than I did before. He wins. Super Callow, you poor boy. No wins. Taking on B. Brian Blair. I'll roll for you on that one, Super Callow. Just because I like... Um, just because I like the mask with the hat. I've told a good joke about Super Callow. Super Callow with an 8. B. Brian Blair with a 32. <laughs> Callow remains winless, but at least I gave you a shot. Uh, John Morrison, whatever his name is, defeats Oni Lorkin. John Morrison will win. Blair in second. Lorkin in third. Super Callow in fourth. Reggie, is he still employed? No idea. Taking on, uh, oh, nope, Little Guido. You're not beating Little Guido. Sorry, Reggie Winless, Little Guido, a.k.a. Nunzio. Just mentioned him earlier in the show with two wins. Could be enough except for AJ Styles as part of this bracket. And AJ Styles beats Jumpin' Jim Brunzel and wins. Little Guido in second. Could he get moved up? He might. He might. Jimmy Rave versus Paul London. Rave's going winless. London is going to win this bracket. Orange Cassidy versus Hook, which is hilarious. I'm giving the win to Orange Cassidy just because of the track record. He's been a bigger deal longer. He's in second. Uh, Blake Christian, just happy to be here, taking on PJ Black, Justin Gabriel, Blake Ofer, PJ Black comes in with two wins. Again, could be enough if not for the Brian Kendrick, who defeats Dominic Mysterio. Brian Kendrick winning his bracket with three wins, Black in second, Dominic in third. That fits. Chase Owens, winless, taking on Chris Bay. I like Chris Bay, so I'm giving him the win over Owens. But Santino Morella is going to go 3-0, defeating Scotty Tuhati um, and winning it. He'll get bumped down. Maybe, nope, nope, nope. Sorry, Scotty. I like you. You're from, you know, my wife's home state, and I appreciate Mainers, but no. No, no, no. Uh, Jesse, I think I talked about Freebird Road on a recent episode, uh, has to take on Rocky Romero. Jesse going over Rocky Romero with two wins. But Malachi Alistair Black is going to win this with three wins. Evan Courageous will settle for third place. Uh, Cheeseburger versus Marco Stunt. Uh, Cheeseburger will win to come in third place. And then Jungle Boy versus Low Key. I like Low Key. I don't agree with him. And, you know, he's a bit of a dingbat, but I can't deny I was a huge Low Key fan for a very long time. So he's going to win that bracket. Aerostar, an unfortunate bracket for him, coming in with zero points. He's wrestled Malenko. He's wrestled Tyler Breeze. He's now wrestling Shinhiro Otani. And I can't give him that win either. So Otani with two wins. Aerostar with none. Dean Malenko versus Tyler Breeze. I would watch that match a hundred times if I could. 
but Dean Malenko obviously wins. He's with three wins. Uh, Tyler Breeze in third place. I think that fits, and I like Tyler Breeze a lot, but I think that fits. The Primate is winless. He's taking on Scorpio Sky. Can't give him the win. Scorpio Sky in second, but Kenny Omega defeats Show, and Kenny Omega wins his bracket. And I know that Kenny Omega is the last bracket. So wouldn't you know, after 15 minutes of randomness, we buckled down and we got a lot of this done. I apologize if this was just a lot of just names in your ear. I don't expect you to remember any of it. But what we have right now, my friends, is the first part of this done. It is up to me to take these names Type them all up. You know I love a spreadsheet. Uh, make my lists of first, second, third, fourth. And then come on these airwaves and do some reclamation and move some people around. And see where we're at from there. I feel better. Once again, this podcast has proven therapeutic. So thank you for spending some time with me. Have yourselves an amazing end of your September uh, it's almost pumpkin spice time. I know Doc and I have talked about it at least once already this year. Uh, my name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, and I will see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking.